Hey, what's good, fam? It's Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. Each Wednesday, I take your calls on YouTube to talk Alabama Crimson Tide football, and then I turn it into a podcast, which you're about to listen to right now. Please hit the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and definitely leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? What's going on? It's Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. Thank you very much for joining me tonight, Wednesday, November 11th. I know there's no game this weekend, but that doesn't mean we can't talk college football. I'm going to take your calls. I couldn't wait. I was going to go live at six and I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I just got some footage in from the University of Alabama from Alabama's practice today. So I'm going to talk about that. Let everybody get dialed in and then we will take your calls tonight. And um, I'll put the call in line at the bottom of the screen. If you're if you're just joining us, please hit the thumbs up and like button and, um, you know, we'll get going. But I, I want to talk some football. I, I want to talk with you guys. You know that I like being here. You know, I, lo- I love what I do. I'm blessed to do what I do. So uh, let's get it started. Let's talk about uh, Alabama football. They held their practice as usual today. You know, Alabama, things don't stop. Alabama is going to continue to grind. And here's practice footage. I just got this in, so I'm going to do the voiceover as you guys see it, as I usually do. So um, got some great footage um, right now of the quarterbacks. And um, let me get that to you. And uh, kind of away we go. Definitely hit the thumbs up button. And um, and then we'll take your calls in just a minute. All right. Well, uh getting some good footage right now of the quarterbacks. And as you can see, we'll rewind that real quick. Um, You got Mac Jones. I mean, the season that he's had has been phenomenal, right? We've talked about him now, the favorite for the Heisman Trophy race as we kind of look to um, one of the top awards in college football. And then you also got this young man. I still think he needs more opportunities. I can't wait to see when he gets more opportunities. You you see how he has that quick twitch. And before we get to Paul Tyson, we'll take uh, one more look at... um, at Bryce Young right here. I mean, I just really excited to see what the future holds for Bryce Young. I think he's certainly going to be the guy that gets in that situation that has that magic, right? That has that spark that can make a play. You got Paul Tyson. Now he hasn't gotten any snaps this season, but don't worry. He's going to get his eventually. I think if he just waits his time, I mean, you look look at the big arm that he has, right? I mean, let's rewind that right there. My goodness. I, I think, I mean, I'd be curious to see if that's the biggest arm on the team. Right, you're talking about six foot five, two hundred twenty pounds. I mean, check this out. Right here, this is the throw I'm talking about, and you can see the zip, the velocity. Right, I mean that's a dart. More footage of Mac Jones, and I, I just the the efficiency has really set him apart. I think this year compared to other quarterbacks across the country. I mean, this guy is almost eighty percent. Bryce Young on the season, 8 of 15 in his opportunities. I think when we look at him, I I looked at that Tennessee game. That's a game where I think we saw a splash of him. Paul Tyson looks big, looks poised, looks polished. Freshman. He'll actually enter next season as a senior, believe it or not, eligibility-wise, in terms of grade-wise. But he'll only be a redshirt freshman, if you can believe that. It's pretty pretty amazing. Um, All right, so uh, let's get some – we've got some footage right now of – the defensive lineman, I believe. All right, so you got Justin Abobe right there getting some work in, number 92. He's been a guy that I think has been productive this season. Absolutely. Um, you got Tim Smith, number 50, true freshman at Alabama, getting in some work. And uh, here is Slade Bolden. I- I'm telling you, look at these routes. I mean, we're, we're excited when we talk about Javon Baker, but, uh, you know, Slade Bolden certainly getting it going as well. That is uh, Jalil Billingsley. He's a guy, and we'll rewind that to watch those two guys again. Um, and Tim Smith looks good. All right, here's Slade Bolden. He's that perfect slot guy that you need, right? Has the good hands. And J- Jaleel Billingsley, 
built as a he's a tight end, but I think he's like a hybrid, right? Um, this is Major Tennyson right here, all right, showing us some footwork. Okay, all right, and uh, Joshua Joshua Lanier out of Tuscaloosa. I love how we always get footage of him. That's awesome. I mean, the kids out of Tuscaloosa believe Major Tennyson going to get up. Uh, Devontae Smith getting his work. And, and I love that these guys don't stop. No game doesn't matter. Saban said that these guys are even going to get a practice in this week, this weekend, probably Saturday, right? Definitely not going to send them home. Okay, so that's the that's the footage right there from Alabama. And um, I'll play more of that throughout the show. But I, I just kind of wanted to uh, start off the show with that. And uh, thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate it. Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I will definitely take your calls. And um, call nine number is at the bottom of the screen, 205-850-0883. I have a few things that I want to talk about before we get to the calls. So if you want to call in, you can call in and wait on the line. But a, a couple of things that I wanted to bring to your attention. Now, is this game going to take place, right? That's kind of what everybody is asking. And just recently, the SEC, um, well, it was actually uncovered by the USA Today, all right? They, they, they tell us that there's a potential scenario for Alabama and LSU to be rescheduled, okay? So look at the scenarios. Now, this isn't 100%, but these are some ideas that are floating out. And let me uh, kind of zoom in so you can see that a little bit more. All right, so according to a, a report by the USA Today, these are some possible scenarios that could theoretically happen within the next couple uh, of weeks. Now, you're looking at uh, scenario A up top, and that would be LSU and Alabama play next weekend. That would be November 21st. And then Alabama and Auburn would continue as scheduled. You would have Alabama at Arkansas move to December 5th. And then you would have Alabama at Kentucky. That's Kentucky's bye week on December 12th. Now in scenario B underneath, you have Alabama at Kentucky this coming weekend, right? That would be, I'm sorry, the next weekend, which would be November 21st. Then you have Alabama versus Auburn as scheduled on November 28th. And then Alabama at LSU on December 5th, you'd be rotating LSU, one of their games. Then you have Alabama and Arkansas on December 12th. The SEC championship game would stay on track for December 19th. So, you know, earlier today that, um, you know, and kind of looking at everything and all the dynamics and thanks to everybody that's just joining in. We appreciate it. Definitely hit the thumbs up button, like and subscribe. Um, and, and like I said, this isn't official. This these are just some scenarios that are being kicked around. I, I, I would love to see the game take place. And I, I know that Ed Orgeron probably does not want to see the game take place. I know that he said that he wants to play Alabama, but and we'll get to that later on in the show. But I just feel that. You know, if there was any year for them to dodge Alabama, it would be this year because it's a redemption game. You look at the way Alabama has been playing. You look at the way the LSU has been playing. I mean, the two teams just don't line up like they usually do. Right. I think Alabama was a 28 point favorite before that game was canceled. So um, we'll look at it one more time. Um, scenario A up top. That would be, um, you know, if, if this game does come uh, to be played, that would be next Friday, next Saturday, Alabama at LSU. And then um, kind of, you know, you'd shuffle the back end. Now, this is something else that was uh, really interesting that th this was brought to my attention by our team writer, Tony Sukalis. Um, there's actually been a tiebreaker put in place by the SEC. And I'll take your calls in just a minute. Call in line number at the bottom of the screen, 205-850-0883. Um, and this is the, the, the tiebreaker. And, and the tiebreaker has been put in place because we don't know how many games Alabama is going to play. Okay, I'll, I'm. Put that a little larger on the screen so stay with me okay because this can get a little bit confusing so the sec tiebreaker it's just been in place if both teams went out that's alabama 
and Texas A&M, Alabama would obviously, if they, if they can just, if we don't, if they don't play the LSU game and Alabama continues their regular schedule, they would finish out nine and zero. Granted, they win all those games. Texas A&M, they had to win all their games as well. They would finish nine and one. Alabama would have the better winning percentage plus the head to head. So Alabama would win the West. All right. In this, in the second option, if Alabama loses a game and Texas A&M wins out, and Alabama only plays nine games, Alabama would be nine and one, while Texas A&M would be nine and one. Now, yeah, they have one more game, but Texas A&M did lose to Alabama head to head. Right. So Alabama would still go to the SEC championship game. All right. So this bottom option, if Texas A&M wins out, Alabama has another game canceled and also loses a game. Here's where things could get a little dicey. At this point, Texas A&M would be nine and one and Alabama would be seven and one. According to the SEC rules, Alabama would still hold the advantage over Texas A&M provided if it reaches the minimum required games, which is seven. Right. So that's kind of the magic number. Alabama has to play in seven games. And I know that's it's a lot to take in. But basically, if Alabama wins out, then, um, you know, you're looking at this team um, continuing to to, you know, move forward to the SEC championship game. All right. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll take your calls. But those are just a, a couple things that I wanted to bring to your attention because there's so much to go over as we kind of look at, you know, what happened from this weekend. And I'll actually pipe in um, some audio from the SEC uh, teleconference uh, here in just a minute. And uh, I got some callers on the line. I'll take your calls in, in just a second. Um, a couple uh, additional housekeeping notes. Um, please hit the uh, thumbs up button, like and subscribe. We really appreciate you guys being a part of our channel right here on Bama Insider, you know, we've been able to add Mick Gillespie, who's been a fantastic addition to the show. Um, Tony Sukalas, our team writer, and Andrew Bone also providing some fantastic content. So thank you very much for everybody that has, um, you know, been a subscriber. And, and actually, uh, we just hit 40,000 subscribers right here on our YouTube channel, something that I never knew would be even possible. And just like Nick Saban says, you know, this isn't the 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 big the end. This is the beginning. So we want to continue to grow and foster this channel as big as we can get it. We want to dominate and we want to bring you the best Alabama Crimson Tide football coverage. Um, we're going to take our uh, first call and um, we'll do that right now. Hey, good evening. You're on the line with Kyle yeah. Henderson. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? Chris Berman, Alabama. Hey, Chris, what's up, buddy? Thanks for very much for calling in, man. You're on the show. Go ahead. Oh, man, thanks for having me, Kyle. Oh, man, uh, you, you know everyone in this chat, and, and Alabama fits for all one of these guys so, so, so bad. We can taste it, because if I recall, the last time I called the show, um, um, I, brought, I brought up that whole post-post post, post locker room rant he had. This is declaring a sign, a, a sign of war. <laughs> yeah. And and it's not, and we want we want to answer on those receipts right now, but what can you do? What I feel though, we probably should just move on with schedule and just play Kentucky this weekend. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, and um, and and go go from there. And uh, and honestly, uh, if I, if I, if I can, I can pay a scenario to you. For 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 us, it's like. We, like we're the royal family. Yeah, Auburn is our footstool. LSU is our is our is our second class um, night at the round table that wants to usurp the wants to usurp the kingdom. If, if, if I can, <laughs> it always wants to usurp the kingdom. But, but unfortunately, the mutiny will not happen <laughs> for eight years. It wouldn't happen, and probably won't happen again. But. And the other teams are you can be the can be the throne and 
of the Knights of the Round Table, but there will always be one king and one holder of Excalibur. The Christmas Tide of Alabama, roll tide. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks very much, Chris, for calling in. We're going to move to our next caller, man. But uh, we appreciate you calling in. I, I think you're right. I mean, the, the other scenario is you just kind of move forward and you just look at Kentucky. So we'll keep everybody posted on that. But thank you very much for dropping in tonight. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Kyle. And um, what are your thoughts on, the, on my whole roundtable um, way of thinking? Well, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, Alabama is certainly the king. And I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about this. If you if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? And Ed Orgeron did that last year. But if you want to really be the man, if you really want to be the GOAT, you have to do it on a consistent basis. And that's something that LSU is not going to do. Um, you look at the trajectory of LSU this year after a national championship, one of the best college football teams ever. And I mean... I think there's two folds to this. Yeah, okay, maybe LSU couldn't really fill the team. But I also think if there was any time to duck from Alabama, this would certainly be it. And I think from a recruiting perspective, I think from, you know, hey, Alabama hasn't beat us in two seasons. I think LSU, we're obviously going to hear that from LSU. We're obviously going to, you know, subtly hear that from Ed Orgeron. And yeah, Ed Orgeron said today, we'll play Alabama anytime, any place. I don't think that's necessarily true. If they can dodge Alabama anytime, it would be right now. Now, there's some times, of course, because LSU is very talented and because they have, you know, similar athletes mm -hmm. to Alabama, but this isn't one of those years. No way, no how. Alabama is going to beat the brakes off LSU whenever they play. And, uh, you know, Nick Saban, he's been calm, he's been cool, and he doesn't really have to go out there and say too much because everybody knows he's the man. But I'll tell you this, Nick Saban gets his opportunity against Ed Orgeron, whether that be this next Friday, whenever they play, or next season, Nick that Saban... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick Saban is going to lay the law. Um, I'm going to move to my next caller, man, but I think you bring up a, a great point. Everybody knows that Alabama sits at the top of the table. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, man. All right, that was uh, Chris from Beham. Appreciate um, him hitting leadoff, and uh, we'll get to our uh, next caller uh, just in a minute. Um, but, I mean, Chris is right. You know, Alabama sits at the lead table. They're the alpha. They're always been the alpha. Yeah, every once in a while, the alpha is going to get hit in the mouth, and that's how it is. But, you know, they have to continue to stay at the top. And that's something that LSU clearly has not been able to do. The way that they've been played this year following a national championship is quite frankly embarrassing, in my opinion. Um, so let, let's see what happens. But the game, everybody's been asking, is the game canceled or post postponed? Right now, it's postponed. There's a lot of talk about those scenarios that I talked about earlier is if Alabama and LSU could play. And, and really, what difference does it make? I mean, I think Alabama fans want it from a redemption perspective. I feel that the, I would love to see the game take place, but it's not going to hurt Alabama if they don't play this game. So, you know, let, let's hope for more college football because 2020, we, we need more college football. But if the game can't take place, Alabama is still in a fine position to win um, the SEC West. All right, here we go with our next caller. Hi, good evening. You're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? What's up, Kyle? It's Cam Best uh, down here in uh, Brunswick, Georgia. Hey, what's How up, Cam? Doing? I appreciate you calling in, man. You're on the show. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Listen, uh, first of all, you're right. Alabama will beat the brakes off LSU. And uh, second of all, you know, Ed Ogeron, he knows this. Alabama doesn't rebuild. We reload, son, and uh, that's something that he knows, and I think that it's intimidating to him. And uh, and I'm not saying that, you know, he doesn't want to play a football game, but 
here's here lies the excuse. He can get out of playing a football game. He's saying he doesn't have enough players on the team. Do we know if that's true? Maybe, maybe not. But I do know this. Ed Ogeron does not want to play Alabama this Saturday. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, just like I was saying earlier, I mean, if there was any time to duck and dodge Alabama, it would be right now. I mean, Coach Orgeron, you know, he he said today, I mean, and I have the audio and I'll play it in just a minute. He said, we'll play Alabama. We'll we'll play him anytime. And I get it. I mean, that's what, that's what you got to say. He's never going to, you know, come out openly and say that they don't want to play Alabama. But from a personnel standpoint, these two teams do not match up well this season. Alabama will totally take advantage of LSU in every single way. If Auburn beat LSU bad and Auburn's, you know, they, they might be finding themselves or whatever their mediocre team is this year. But, you know, they don't want to face Alabama, not the way that this offense is playing, not the way that this defense has found themselves. If Coach O is running, I mean, you know, I, I think everybody can kind of see what's happening behind kind of the situation. Um, and uh, maybe they'll have their day and maybe it won't come in 2020. But in 2021, those two teams still scheduled to play And Nick Saban. And just like I said earlier, I mean, you've kind of seen a more monotone Nick Saban this year. I mean, when's the last rant, right? I mean, really, there hasn't been one. But I'll tell you what, he has not lost his competitive edge. You've seen it on the sideline, maybe not the press conferences, but you've seen it on the sidelines. This guy wants LSU bad just from a rivalry perspective. And because last year, I think, left a really bad taste in his mouth, but also from a recruiting standpoint as well. These guys are going after those same type of athletes week in and week out. Sage Ryan was the latest battle that Alabama lost, you could say, but Alabama is still battling for a Brian Thomas. And the many other players that are in Louisiana, including Mason Smith. What else you got, Cam? Go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, man, LSU really doesn't want to play Alabama. But another point is, you know, even though Alabama's going to be okay, we're going to be okay, we really need this game. It, it would have been good for us to have this game this Saturday, and it'd be good if we can make it up, not only because, you know, we can dominate the game, but it'll add to our win-loss win, our win -loss record. You know, we need that extra win at the end of the season uh, in a pandemic like this. Uh, next thing I want to get to is uh, Paul Tassin. I've seen you play the video clip of Paul Tassin. And I uh, listened to uh, Nick Saban's teleconference call, and a guy called in, and he said, what makes uh, Mac Jones so talented? What, why is he so accurate with the ball? And he said that, you know, Mac Jones, he worked really hard. He was under two quarterbacks, two great quarterbacks, and now he's getting to show it. And, uh, you know, that's what Paul Tyson's doing. Paul Tyson is sitting in the wing back, and he's, he's waiting his turn. And uh, when he zipped that ball in that video that you showed, Man, I'll tell you what, man, he looks like he could step right in and, and maybe take these reins over. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of confidence in uh, Bryce Young, too. Uh, but and, and he showed lots of flashes of uh, greatness. I mean, lots of flashes. But there was a couple times where he was hesitant, and uh, he got a couple of balls batted down. And I don't, I'm not necessarily going to grade him off of that. But if you look at Paul Tyson, he's somebody that can stand tall in the pocket and he can zip that ball across the field. And, uh, man, I can't wait to see Paul Tyson one day. Yeah, hold, hold on, Cam. I'm going to play that footage for everybody. There, you're going to hear a slight, um, some slight audio. Hey, what's good, fam? It it's got um, so, so, yeah, let me – actually, that's not the right audio that I was looking – or not the right um, sound. Give me one second. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think you're absolutely right, so I'm trying to play it to your point. Let me get this footage right here. Cool. Okay. I do all the editing and stuff by myself. So a lot of this stuff is like on the fly. 
<clears throat> but I, but I wanted to get, um, you know, kind of show people who might just be joining in what you were talking about. Now, Paul Tyson is going to be um, next up after Bryce Young. So Bryce Young's number nine. And as you can see, he has that fast twitch, um, you know, really good ball placement. We haven't seen too much of him, some small sample size. But check out this second throw by Paul Tyson, the one I was talking about. OK, so that's over across the middle. But look, you can totally see his dynamics right here. His I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he looks completely poised. And I'm telling you. The arm that he had, it's a big arm. And, um, you know, we, we, uh, we, I appreciate you talking about him because I think we need to, to talk about him more because he's a guy who's certainly working in, um, you know, to, to hone in on his craft. Anything else you got, Cam? Final thought? Yeah, man, I, I'm just ready to see Paul Tyson get a chance and, uh, you know, getting some of that late game action, maybe some of that, some of that uh, fourth quarter trash, you know, that uh, where he can come in and maybe showcase his skills a little bit. I think Bryce Young has had that opportunity. Uh, he's got a lot of eyes on him because he's a five star. But Paul Tyson, man, he's nothing to uh, you know. He's nothing to to look down upon, man. He he's he's tall, six five, like you said. He can zip that ball right across the middle of the field and probably hit some deep balls too, man. And I you know, I really want to see Paul Tyson get in there. And another thing is, uh, don't want to keep ranting on, but uh, man, uh, from what I've seen so far this year, I love Mac Jones. Uh, he's still in the Heisman Trophy uh, conversation. Even if we don't play LSU, and still in the lead, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, the offense, from what I've seen so far, haven't seen Paul Tyson, but the offense will not roll without Mac Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for uh, calling in. We appreciate it, Cam. And uh, please call again next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Roll All We'll talk to Cam out in Georgia. Appreciate him calling in. Um, we'll take our next caller in just a second. Um, I mean, just like Cam was saying, I mean, you you got these these quarterbacks on the team, and this is footage from uh, today. You got Paul Tyson right here. A lot of people are talking about him, six foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds, waiting for him to get some sort of opportunity this year, and it's going to to happen. Um, you know, at some point, probably not this season. Uh, you never know, I guess, right? I mean, we saw that um, you know with what happened with Clemson, so I guess never say never. Um, but right now, you know, the the backup, the number two is Bryce Young. He's obviously worked for that opportunity and Nick Saban and Steve Sarkeesian feel he is the second best quarterback on this team at this point. Um, but, th but there's nothing wrong with having quality depth and um, you know that's something to be excited about in the future for sure. Uh, we'll take our next caller and we'll do that right now. Hey, good evening. You're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Corp, who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? This is Mike from Jax. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Mike? Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Um, you're on the show. Go ahead, man. Hey, listen. Let me first of all say this uh, in regards to uh, in regards to this this upcoming postponed game, I should say, with LSU. I was listening to their podcast a couple of days ago, and basically, these guys, the players, went to a party, and basically, four of them got infected. And so, they kind of, you know, that's the reason why they've been having problems trying to, you know, do a tracing and all this kind of stuff. So that's how it all got affected. And you're right; everybody's saying the same thing. Basically, Ozeron don't want to play. Don't want to play Nick Saban. We already know that. We, you and I, and had this conversation before what Ozeron said in the locker room last year. You know, F Alabama and all this stuff. So we, you know, I, me myself, I'm not even worried about this game anymore because of fact. Let's just put it to the side and just move on from there. Because I don't think with with COVID nineteen right now, to be honest with you, <laughs> the way things are going. I don't know if we're going to be able to have, you know, replay this game again down the line. So let's play what we got right now and move forward. 
you know, Commissioner Finke already said he got a little ticked off. Did you see his response? To yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got a little ticked off. He says, look, I don't listen to Twitter. You know, Twitter don't run the SEC. I do. And so in regards to that, so whatever schedule he comes out with, you know, I'm comfortable with that. You know, right now, Alabama is in good shape right now. Matter of fact, you know, to me, to get these guys some rest because we got some banged up guys, you know, this gives them ample rest. And and like Nick Saban said today, you know, we'll go through our same procedures and start preparing for Kentucky. And we will even go ahead and do a, a practice on Saturday as if, you know, you're playing on Saturday so to keep them in that same continuity flow, which is good. So me, myself, I'm not really worried about it right now, you know, if, and, and I really won't. And Cal, I think from all my conversations I had with you, you know how I feel about LSU like everybody else that we want to, you know, we want to definitely take them to the woodshed and take them out. But the bottom line is, is the big picture right now. And let's just focus on winning the next game and then getting better on defense and getting better and better. And let me turn my last attention to, you know, this Bryce Young and, and Tyson thing, man. And I, I, you know, you get a lot of these, you got a lot of these uh, fans that come in and, and I'm not, I don't have anything against anybody. I watched Bryce Young, I'm telling you, for a whole year. And you you got to get a kid enough time to get in there, a, a full quarter, you know, a half of the game to kind of get that rust off. And I'm telling you right now, and I'm saying this today, and I want, I want you, it's already recorded. This time next year, I want you to go back and, and listen to this recording again that he was spot on. I'm telling you right now, from watching Bryce Young throughout high school and playing all these, these high echelon schools throughout the United States on weekend and week out, Man, he's going to hit He hits people on the numbers. I mean, he's got a little throw, hits you in stride, you know, 40-yard passes, all that. So I'm not even worried about that. And you're going to probably see that he's he's either just as good as Tua and even better on the acceleration. So I'm not worried, but it's just he's got to get some playing time. And that's it. You know, he's made some some primary mistakes in regards because just like anything else, you got to get the rust off. So once, I guess once uh, Coach Saban give him some time, we kind of get ahead in the game. And, you know, some of these games are coming up now. And, uh, you know, if, if we lead uh, tremendously in the, in the second half, let him play the second half out to give him some playing time. And that's pretty much all I got right now. But I'm just looking forward, hey, get these guys some rest. And I, I'm fine with that. You know, let's heal them up. And let me just conclude by saying this. You remember that guy, Waddle? The, the guy was on Alabama, the wide receiver <laughs> that's out for the year. Remember that guy? No. Yeah, remember that that wide receiver? I'm going to tell you, if everything goes as planned, don't be surprised And if you see Waddle in the national championship game in January. Let's keep in mind, this is a broken, you know, he had a broken ankle, right? So if you look at, you know, you go through orthopedics and all this other stuff and you look at the time to heal and the rehabilitation time frame, do not be surprised in January, Alabama gets to national championship game and play for and play for all the money that you might see walking. And that's my last thing I got to say. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate you calling in. I'll, I'll talk about your points on the other line, man, but thank you so much. And uh, please call again uh, next time. I think you, 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 of course, I, I love the point about Bryce and um, you, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, we'll uh, look back on a year and I think you'll be absolutely right on that. So thanks for calling in, Mike. I appreciate it. Okay, no problem, Kyle. Hey, roll tide. Baby. All right, roll tide. <laughs> roll tide to you, Mike.
All right, that was Mike in Jacksonville. Right. Uh, we'll get to our uh, next callers uh, in in just a second. We got a two five six and a two zero five in the queue. Uh, Kyle Henderson, a Bama insider. Uh, just hang tight. I'll I'll get right to you. Uh, definitely hit the thumbs up. Please uh, subscribe. We appreciate it. Call num number at the bottom of the screen. 205-850-0883 is the call online number. Um, I'll get with you as soon as I can. When you kind of look at the um, you know the the over the overall picture for Alabama and LSU, I was thinking about this, and I don't think anybody has said this uh, just yet, but if Alabama is, let, let's just say that they miss out on this game against LSU, okay? Now, and, and if, if they win out, if they beat Kentucky, if they beat Auburn, if they beat Arkansas, right? Alabama would be in the, in the SEC championship game played on December 19th. And if Florida has to uh, continue their schedule, they have a makeup game with LSU that would be on December 12th. So think about this. LSU uh, in, in Florida will play on December 12th. So Florida would have to prep for that game against LSU and then have a short turnaround time against Alabama, whereas Alabama would be off. So they'd have two weeks to prep probably for uh, – obviously for Florida, whereas, um, you know, I think it'd be tougher uh, for Florida preparing for Alabama. So, you know, I think that this game, while we all wanted to see take place, and you you kind of want to see that redemption game for Alabama. I think if if things do play out, I think it would be better for Alabama in the long run if if all that works out. So um, just kind of a, a a take right there on kind of the scheduling long term if Alabama continues down this path. We'll take our next call starting right now. Hey, good evening. You're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am I on the line with, and where are you calling in from? Hey, this is Keith from Huntsville. Hey, what's up, Keith? Thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate it, man. You're on the show. Go ahead. Hey, I don't want to really uh, stop the subject on Alabama and LSU, but I, I will say, I want to understand. Kyle, tell me why everybody has a obsession with Ohio State. What have they really done? Why is the whole – I mean, if you watch ESPN, if you watch anything, it's all Ohio State. Why do they even deserve to be in the top five? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I don't get it. <laughs> it drives me crazy. I don't, they haven't really played anybody. Mm -hmm. What if Ohio State was in the SEC? They played Georgia. They played Florida. They played Alabama. You think they'd win all those games? I don't. Yeah, I, I think it drives me crazy. How I think one of the reasons is is because I, at least this is my take is you have to talk about somebody from uh, outside the SEC and outside the ACC because you're always going to talk, to talk about Clemson, right? So you and you're always going to talk about the teams from the SEC. And when you kind of look at the ratings overall, who's the team that you can really talk about from the Big Ten? Right. Who are you going to kind of pull in to uh, the playoff talk? Who are you going to kind of talk about from a from a national perspective? You can talk about Michigan. Can't. Right. You look at what's happening there. So maybe Ohio no, State, you you, Ohio State fits what everybody's looking for, that other team that could be the the you know the playoff type team they also have justin fields uh, a name everybody wants to talk about they don't have um you know a, a coach like you know dabble sweeney or nick saban to kind of lead the way for espn's flagship press conferences like they do here in alabama or in clemson or you know every single sec school really so i think that's why like you want to talk about maybe that school that could come in and take the ratings away from Alabama and the Clemson's of the world, but, um, but, but also that, you know, that, you know, Ohio state is, is a good team. I mean, um, I, you know, we saw well, them reach how, the playoffs how do you last feel? year. I mean, do you feel, I mean, 
do you think there's, I mean, do you think Ohio State deserves to be where they're at? I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I just don't get it. I mean, Alabama's played football games. Georgia's played. Florida's played. But it just seems like Ohio State can just walk in there and here we are. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. I mean, I, I just kind of feel that way. <laughs> I, it drives me crazy. I've seen them. I've seen them play a couple times. I mean, the, I mean, are, are they one of you know the top one or top two teams? I don't know. I guess that, you know we'll have to see at the end. I think they're up there. I mean, uh, let me ask you this: after um, Alabama, after Clemson, after Notre Dame, like honestly, who's next? Seriously, I, I'm asking you that a question. Like, who's next? Who would be your 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 fourteen? Well, I, I think I mean Clemson's going to be in it because okay. they just got a lot of players. Cle- out. So, Cle- I mean, Clemson, Notre got, Dame, Alabama—they got the number one quarterback. But uh, I just—that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, when you kind of team when, can just when you look at you know kind of the the past teams. I mean, I I think it's clear. I think it's Ohio. You know, Ohio State's the next team. What what else you got, Keith? That's it, man. I just wanted to kind of just get my stress out. <laughs> All right. Well, you got it out. I appreciate I mean, you, man. You, Thank you, know, you. Yeah, no problem, Keith. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Keith uh, calling in. I appreciate it. He's just Keith's just pissed off about Ohio State, which I get. I mean, but, like, I, I'm asking you, like, when you kind of look, like, who else is there? I don't know. I mean, we're talking, um, you know, the storyline, you know, tonight is obviously Alabama and LSU, but – uh, Keith's just upset about, you know, Ohio State, you know, kind of always being in this in the storyline. Keith, it, that's going to continue to happen, buddy. We'll take our next caller right now. Call line is open now. Plenty of uh, room in the call line. 205-850-0883 is the call line number. Call line number at the bottom of the screen. Uh, we appreciate it. All right. We'll take our uh, next caller right now. Hey, good evening. You're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who I'm on the line with and where are you calling in from? Hey, what's up, Kyle? This is Sam from Alabama, man. Hey, what's up, Sam? How you doing, man? Good to hear from you. I'm good, man. I hope you're doing well also, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I was. I mean, I was uh, having a great, you know, day. I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall yesterday with this game, and and I'm scared to really think about this kind of going down the stretch as if, you know, th- this game is postponed or canceled or whatever it is, that more games will follow suit and, you know, we'll go, we'll come to some sort of point where, you know, people have to make some tough decisions. I, I don't think because going into the season, I always knew that we would get to college football. I knew that Alabama was going to play hell or high water. But now, you know, my, but my biggest question was when we got to this point, can we finish the college football season? Um, what's up, though, man? Sam, it's it's your show, man. So take it. Well, it, it's I mean. I, I believe that. Um, I mean, right now it, it seems like it's. It, it looks kind of rough right now uh, because uh, you look at COVID nineteen and what's going on right now. Um, the I mean, it, you know, the numbers are going up. You know, the number of deaths and the number of um, contacts are going up. So it's it, it's. I mean, there, there's a, there, there may be a higher percentage of uh, of cancellation of games that may come about. You know. And I want to believe that, you know, I, I believe that, you know, they do have a lot of uh, players that, that came in contact with the with this virus. You know, um, uh, I believe that the SEC is taking precautions. You know, I think they're doing the right thing. Uh, but the selfishness in me, um, 
I, I don't want to believe it. I, I just listened to Ed Orgeron uh, in his uh, press conference on Monday. It's almost like uh, he kind of kind of ginned it up, you know. He kind of, uh, you know, he put it out there Monday. He also, I think he also said that, you know, that he, uh, that they found out last week. I'm like, why didn't you just put it out last week instead of Monday? So, um, you know, uh, I believe that Ed Orgeron and LSU, the selfishness, the selfishness in me, right? I believe that Ed Orgeron and the LSU football team are the kings of dodgeball right now, man. <laughs> they really do not, they really do not want to face us. I believe that, that's a selfishness in me, you know. And just listen to his press conference today. He was like, "Yeah, they was working on Alabama, but he kind of felt like uh, they that the Alabama game wasn't gonna wasn't gonna take place, so they turned the weights on that game before they even canceled the uh, postponed the Alabama LSU game. He turned away from that and started focusing on Arkansas. So that's why the selfishness of me wanting to believe that Ed Elgin really don't want to play this game." If he, he want to get out of it any way that he can, I believe, you know, just listening to him. You know, I know he said that he'll play in Alabama anywhere, anytime. He don't want to play Alabama this year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think he want to play not not this Alabama team. You know, and what and what Ed Udron has. You know, what what type of defense they're playing right now? Because they're giving up uh, what four hundred yards, five hundred yards a game, or something like that on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really want to face us. You know, and one thing I think that I wish people would stop calling this a rivalry. I think that they want to they wanted to be a rivalry. I think that uh, Tennessee and Auburn are are, are are our rivals, but they want this game to be a rivalry because I think mainly because of Nick Saban. Which we 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 got with double the amount of wins uh, in, against them in this series. So I. I I hate to call this a rivalry, but, you know, people want to call it a rivalry to what kind of build the game up, I believe. And the last thing, man, I, I do I do really want to see a lot of other players. I understand that we're in the SEC schedule. Um, I do want to see a lot of players uh, that, that don't get enough opportunities get get some opportunities in the game. You don't have to – I feel like you have some capable, capable players that are sitting on the sideline that could possibly contribute and give the other players some rest, but, you know, um, maybe they, they don't, you know, maybe the, the coaches don't have that trust them in them at this time. So but that's all I got, man. Um, I appreciate you for taking my call. And um, I look forward to uh, uh, hearing from y'all the rest of the week, man. Appreciate right. it, Kyle. So- sounds good, Sam. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thanks. All right. looks like um... – that uh, we're having some uh, some people are having some issues uh, going on out there. I'm gonna run a quick test and uh, give me give me two seconds. I'll be be right right back.
All right. Um, will, will somebody do me a uh, a favor real quick? If because uh, it looks like the air is on uh, YouTube's because like you know nobody's on right now. Will you guys go out and see if there's any other YouTube uh, videos that are streaming that you can access, and then come back and let me know real quick. I'll, I'll uh, continue to play through some audio and um, and then uh, we'll, we'll see what's up. But I think overall it's a uh, it's a problem with YouTube. Uh, I think we have a caller that we'll take it. Hey, what's going on? You're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling him from? What's going on, Kyle? This is Jerk from Buffalo. Hey, what's up, Jerk? I was just asking everybody if there looks like there's um, you know, some issues on YouTube tonight. So I'm not sure what what exactly is going on. Um, so uh I'm glad you got in though. So, you know, people can rewatch the rewatch on the show, man. But go ahead. What's up, man? Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, man, uh, very uh, disappointing week right here. Definitely was looking forward to this football game and trying to get revenge for it. You know, when you hear about what, these, what, what the LSU players did, you know, you, you get mad at first and then you kind of realize, well, I mean, like I said, these are, I mean, you know, everyone in college right now was doing what they were doing. I mean, these guys are going to parties, Halloween parties, no mask. And then you look at, you know, if, if you follow some of these LSU players, I mean, they're walking around campus with no mask. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who is to blame on this. I don't know if this, you know, of course the players got to take some responsibility for it, but I don't know if it's also the coach. I mean, w like what type of rules and regulations are these coaches trying to apply to these, to these players during the bye week? I mean, because, you know, like I said, it's college and, you know, these kids, you know, you, you can't let them, you can't really put them in a jail cell, but at the same time, it's, it's like, Jesus. I mean, you, when you got half the team going to a to Halloween party, no mask, regulations, and you have all these things, that are going on, and I mean, I mean, what, what do you expect? I mean, what do you expect? I mean, the, you know, looking at some of the other SC teams, it just seems like they just were at the wrong place at the wrong time. But this one, I mean, this was, this was, this was selfish. This was just selfish, and this was just a bad job all around. But I think the kids and the staff. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, for, for anybody to stop, you know, these, these tests that continue, these positive tests, I mean, it continue to go forward. I mean, I think, you know, you saw the NBA and, and, you know, people who were able to be in a bubble, so to speak, but I mean, think about all the working parks with, with, you know, the, the team and everything. I mean, it's just, um, you know, there, there's so much that goes into it and there's so many people that, you know, keep, you know, track of where were they contact tracing. I mean, it's, it's just something that's going to, you know, happen in all these, um, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. And I, I'm kind of worried about Alabama catching COVID at the wrong time, because it seems like Alabama has been mm -hmm. one of the programs that's been able to dodge and weave COVID throughout the season. And it seems like it's always been able to, um, you know, get to these programs, but you know, with the daily testing, I think that's been able to mitigate it a little bit. Um, but I think it's a matter of time until, you know, it catches that Alabama and hopefully doesn't catch them at the bad, at, at the wrong time. Yeah, and uh, I have a I have a relative that actually goes to LSU, and uh, we I talked I talked to him, and I, I was talking like, what, what's going on with LSU? And you, what, what's happening over there? He's like, and he's like, he's like, Jarek, man, it, it's a hot spot over here, man. It, it, it's a, it's a hot spot. And I'm, I'm thinking about just coming back right back to Buffalo because it's it, it's too hot. I mean, it's just you know, kids are just being you know, they're not kind of taking this seriously, and and it's just, and it's frustrating, you know. But you know. It, it's it's a tough thing to deal with, especially around November. It's flu season. Um, it, it, it it's just a tough situation to kind of to say like, well, you know, we can't put you in a jail cell, but you know, so you you know, you, you got to do what you want to do. But 
I don't know. It, it's a it's a tough situation all around. It's it, it's hard to kind of blame the players because they're kids. That I mean, these are kids at the end of the day. Um, but you know, like I said before, I feel like you know for Ed Orgeron and that staff and 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 a lot of those people there, they have to do a better job of trying to protect those kids because you know who the fact the fact that that they have no tight ends that are ready to play. The fact that they have what we, for what I've heard, it's like one running back that's ready to go. They got one quarterback that's ready to go and they got no long snapper. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. The fact that almost half that team is either in contact tracing or they're in it. So I, I hope that those kids and those players are okay. That's the first thing that has to, that has to happen. We have to hope that, you know, no, no, nothing too seriously happens, but you know, for this game, Kyle, it, it's just such a tough situation. We've been waiting for this game for such a long time, for about a year. And uh, the fact that we probably have to wait till next year, I mean, it sucks. It, it's going to suck. And, it, you know, for me, even if we win the championship this year, that's just going to leave like a, damn, I really wish we played LSU this year. Yeah, I know. Th- this is the biggest, this is the most frustrating thing for me is I, I is I, I can totally see. And it, and it looks like, um, you know, AC Donaldson, I appreciate the super chat. Thank you so much, man. It, it's like we're not even getting half of the viewers that, you know, we, we usually get because YouTube's having issues. Uh, it's all, it's always so frustrating because I put so much into this show. And then when I come on and I can't get it, it's like, you know, uh, we'll work through it, though. But but like I was saying, Jerk, I think one of the things that I'm worried about is like LSU is going to be like, well, Alabama hasn't beat us in two seasons. So, you know, you want to come to LSU, Baton Rouge. And uh, I, I think they'll completely play that card kind of when you look at, you know, um, the the greater overview of everything. So we'll just have to see. I, I think Alabama was favored by 28 points. And the way that Alabama was playing, I think going into that game against oh, Baton Rouge, yeah. it would have been another opportunity, especially on CBS, you know, under the lights at Baton Rouge for Mac Jones to really showcase his ability. Um and uh, and he'll he'll get his and you know I, I think you know being optimistic hopefully we'll just continue to pick up this next weekend so whether the Alabama plays LSU or whether Alabama plays Kentucky um, they'll just continue but I, but I think it, it might throw them out of rhythm or they could get some rest like like Mike was saying and and they could enter you know this backstretch really healthy because besides Jalen Waddle and um, you know Trey Sanders I mean th- this team has been relatively healthy what else you got Jarek? Well, yeah, I think I think you make a great point with that. Is that you know these the first thing we have to hope is not any rust because you know it, you know it's a positive but it's also a negative at the same time because you know when you're off for such a long time and you kind of forget you kind of you know you kind of lose that momentum um, you know of of, of kind of learning about the things that you did well that you didn't that you didn't do well you kind of lose all that a little bit but I think the positive thing is that you get a bunch of rest. Uh, you could, you know, you get to try to stay 100% fresh, healthy, and uh, you know, again, you got Kentucky, you got the uh, uh, who, who do you play Arkansas? Do we play Arkansas? Yeah, yes. you got the Kentucky, uh, Arkansas, and, and uh, uh, Auburn game going on. Then after that, you got a bye week before you play Florida in the SEC championship game, and and Florida is going to be playing LSU, and and who knows? LSU could get better, right? LSU could, you know, LSU has a lot of talent in the football team. They could get better and give Florida. A run for their money with a potential upset situation, which leaves Florida banged up for us to play them in the, in the, in the SEC championship game. So, you know, it, it, like I said, it, it sucks that this game is postponed. But if you actually, again, you look at the bigger picture, this is 
a more bet. This is actually a, a benefit for Alabama. And, you know, they lose this game. It, it's not going to affect Alabama because they're in the SEC. They're in the toughest conference in the country. So if they, again, they can lose two games. They can be seven and zero or eight, you know, uh, you know, after the SEC championship game, and they'll still be in the college, you know, football playoff. I think the only thing that um, is worrisome is, you know, is this going to negatively affect our players as far as them being rusty? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Hey, um, everybody out there, please hit the thumbs up and like and subscribe. If you guys are watching this on the rewatch, I'm sorry you guys couldn't be with us live uh, because of these technical difficulties that YouTube is having. Um, it's always frustrating because we want to put out the best product. But then again, you know, when you're uh, dealing with the Internet, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can't control the Internet. That's like trying to control, you know, the sun or whatever. So uh, it's all good. We'll continue to be positive. Uh, final thought, Jared. Go ahead, man. Um, people can't even get into the phone lines, unfortunately, man. So uh, take take it away. You you got it. You got a few minutes, man. Take it. Well, I, I guess I can talk about the Heisman race. You know, I think we all want to you know know how is this going to affect Mac Jones in the Heisman race. I don't think it's going to affect him at all. I think I think Mac Jones had his highest moment with beating Georgia four hundred four hundred and thirty yards passing. Uh, you know, with the QBR that he has, the fact that he's on the Joe Burrow Street. I understand you got guys like you know uh, Kyle Trask who had a phenomenal game against Georgia. You got you know Zach Wilson. But Mac Jones is going to have plenty. But Mac Jones, there's no doubt about it. He is number one right now in the quarterback race. I think the fact that Trevor Lawrence missed a couple of games is going to negatively impact him. I think Justin Fields, the fact that he's played, uh, he's going to play six or seven games. And then you look at the Big Ten right now. I mean, they're they're a hot mess right now, and games could be kept up with them. You can't tell me that you can't tell me that those quarterbacks and some of those players are going to surpass what Mac Jones or Najee Harris are doing right now because they don't have the games. Uh, they don't have the Heisman moment because of the because the uh, and they don't have the uh, the opponents. They don't have the opponent. I mean, Trevor Lawrence might play Notre Dame in, in, in the AC Championship game, and maybe that might be a moment. But Mac Jones has he has the moment. Uh, you look at you look at what he's done off the field so far. He's been great off the field. Uh, he, you know, he has everything you want in a Heisman in a Heisman Trophy contender. I think the only thing that he does not have is the big name. Mm -hmm. Right, and I, you know, if Mac Jones keeps playing the way he is, if he keeps doing the way he is. And if they don't give him that Heisman Trophy, then that thing is going to be considered a joke. Matt Jones right now is the front runner for the Heisman Trophy. He's going to have, he, he, and he's, going to, he's even going to have more moments, right? He has Auburn, that revenge game, and Auburn. Yeah. You know the way Auburn keeps playing right now, and then he continues to win. You beat Auburn. You beat the biggest rivalry. You beat the, the biggest rival, and there's no question that this is the biggest rivalry in all of college football with Alabama and Auburn. You win that game, and you beat Florida in the SC Championship game against another Heisman Trophy contender against Kyle Trask. How can you deny Mac Jones the Heisman Trophy? I kind of, when I look at uh, Mac Jones, we're on the line with Jarek from Buffalo. Appreciate you guys uh, trying to watch the best you can. You can probably watch on the rewatch as uh, YouTube is having uh, streaming issues across the country. Um, sorry about that. Really nothing we can do. Um, I, I think you're right, Jack. When I look at Mac Jones and kind of the moment, I look at the game against Georgia going up against, um, you know, what people said was the best defense in the entire country. Now, of course, Kyler Trask did it as well. But still, I mean, these guys, um, you know, came with it against Georgia. They really got to him. They got pressure on him. They hit Mac Jones. He stood up every single time, got right back up um, and threw for over 400 yards and, and conducted the offense the way that, um, you know, we've seen in the past, uh, you know, under Tua Tungvaloa. I mean, what Mac Jones has done from an overall 
perspective, you know, through these first game, six games of the season has been remarkable. I was on Team Mac Jones. You guys have heard me talk about him before. I know there was a camp that really was, you know, unsure about his abilities kind of, you know, because of the way that last season ended. But, um, you know, he's completely balling out and he has that leadership. He has that confidence, really everything you want um, in a quarterback. Uh, final thought, Jared. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, you know, final thought here is that, you know, Trey Sanders, I know he's had a tough break, um, but hopefully he'll be fine. Um, hopefully he can get back to full strength. Uh, you know, again, he's, he's you know, he's a, he's a good kid. Uh, lucky, you know, lucky, you know, he has a, had an unlucky streak going on so far, but hopefully he can, hopefully he'll be fine there. Um, as far as some other running backs goes, was this Jason, I think it's going to be either Jason McKellen or Rodell Williams. I hope that, you know, that one of those guys can step up as that third running back there. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, that's all I pretty much have for you. All right, man. Well, thank you so much, Jerk. I'm glad you got in, man, because you're like the final person who was able to get through the call in line. I, I literally have like nobody else because, you know, the the, the views are so down. So uh, thank you so much, man. And um, everybody will definitely check this out on the rewatch. Thank you so much, Jerk. I appreciate it. Yep. No problem at all, Kyle. All right. Take it easy, man. Uh, my good buddy, Jarek out in Buffalo, always enjoy uh, catching up with him. Um, so this will basically be a show that you watch on the rewatch. And um, I'd appreciate it if you guys would hit the thumbs up button. Uh, it really helps our channel get to a, a larger audience. I appreciate the super chats as well. I'm sorry I couldn't take more calls tonight. It's not my, my uh, nothing I could do about it is, is more of a, a YouTube deal. And um, that's just the way it goes. I, you know, I, I'm such a I put so much into this that a lot of the times I just kind of have to let things go because I'll think about it so much after because I'm a I'm a people pleaser. I want to provide such a great product to um, you know all of our subscribers out there, and you guys deserve it. I mean, you guys, you know, um, you know, you guys follow Alabama football. Nick Saban's the goat. You need the goat in coverage, and, and we want to be that for you. So, you know, when we we can't control things like that. Um, you know, that, that happened, you know, on YouTube or whatever. So it, it is what it is. Um, here's uh, Nick Saban. Um, here's some audio from him today talking during his SEC uh, teleconference. Yeah, well, we just came off an open date and I thought we made a lot of progress, had good practices, um, got some guys healthy. And, you know, we're certainly looking forward to playing a game. Um, but um, I think that you know, we kind of expect disruptions during this season. So um, uh, how we handle them is probably the most important thing right now. And what we'd like to try to do is try to keep our team in some kind of rhythm um, relative to, you know, how we practice and how we continue to try to improve to uh, finish the season. To that front, uh, on Monday, you mentioned about your, your COVID protocol and really uh, kind of a game plan for guys that wanted to go home and talking with their parents. I'm wondering how that, that plan kind of formulated because that was awfully detail-oriented, Coach. You know, we have a great medical staff here. I think they do a really good job, and uh, I think we all try to have foresight uh, in what can happen. Um, and, you know, everybody trusts their family. Uh, I trust my family. Uh, but n nobody knows where o Uncle Tommy's been either um so you, you know you have to still be careful um so that that's 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 why we tried to do the best possible educational program i mean the options were is don't let the players go anyplace which is really kind of a punishment um most of the guys wanted to go see their family um so 
you know, I, I can't verify that we didn't have somebody go someplace that they weren't supposed to go. Um, but if they did, uh, they'll certainly, we'll certainly confront them with why they didn't, um, do what we asked them to do. Because if a player did that, he actually doesn't just put himself at risk. He's putting his teammates at risk when he comes back and everybody else. And that's the one thing that our players have been pretty good about so far this year. All right. I also have uh, wanted to play for you um, some uh, Ed Orgeron. Um, this was uh, Ed Orgeron from the teleconference this morning as well. Yeah, you know, I think our team has handled this week very well. Uh, at the beginning of the week, uh, we were uh, going, moved on to Arkansas. Uh, we didn't think the Alabama game would happen. Then we kind of thought maybe it could happen, so we went back to Alabama. And then we found out yesterday for sure we weren't playing, but I want to commend the SEC for doing the right thing for the safety of our players. Coach, uh, there were some reports that the latest COVID outbreak happened at a Halloween party. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Do you know if that's true? And would that upset you, or is it just unrealistic to ask uh, college uh, kids not to socialize? No, I know nothing of that, uh, Jock. And to be honest with you, most of our most of our uh, guys that are out of through quarantine, contact tracing. And, and Coach, what's your confidence that you are playing Arkansas next weekend and this thing doesn't get moved around again to try to you know make everything work to – have you play Alabama? Yeah, and listen, we want to play Alabama, so whatever happens, we're going to be ready to play. And I understand uh, Greg Stanky's uh, position. Uh, this is a fluid deal. But I tell you what, they, those guys have done a tremendous job of getting us to play. I'm happy we're playing. Uh, we knew this stuff would happen this season, so we just got to be ready to go. Whoever they tell us to play, we'll be ready to play. All right, fam. All right, so um, that was uh, that was some audio that we had. Um, from Ed Orgeron, and um, you know, let me uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment box. Definitely, um, you know, hit the like and subscribe button. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, sorry about the the issues tonight from um, you know from YouTube. I mean, really, nothing we can do about it. You can also listen to our show via podcast wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify. Um, you know, certainly go out and help us grow that podcast and you can listen to it when you're on the go. But of course we'll have some great content. We have some really great stuff um, coming um, your way on um, uh, Bam Insider tomorrow. So stay tuned for that as well as on this weekend, we got a couple tricks up our sleeve to help get you through the weekend right here on Bama Insider. So we appreciate you guys watching with us tonight and um, you know, definitely hit us up on the rewatch. My name is Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. Sorry you guys couldn't get to the show tonight, but definitely hit the thumbs up and like and subscribe on the rewatch. Um, I'll be around and probably come you know, back a couple times this weekend as we continue to cover Alabama Crimson Tide football. Coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama, my name is Kyle Henderson. Have a great night. Hit the thumbs up button, like, and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time. Good night, fam.